What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome into the Pro Football Chase Podcast. It's Isaac Signs coming at you. And on the line for an interview today is Bengals quarterback Jeff Driscoll. Driscoll was selected by the 49ers in the sixth round of the 2016 NFL Draft. After a brief stint in San Francisco, Driscoll was claimed off waivers by the Bengals at the start of his rookie season and has spent the last three seasons in Cincinnati. So, Jeff, thanks again for joining me. And how are you doing? Isaac, thanks for the info, man. I'm doing great. and Thanks for having me. Great to hear. So you initially started your college career at Florida where you started one full season in 2012. You led the Gators to an 11-2 record and a Sugar Bowl berth. Now, obviously injuries did play a factor in your departure from the program, but what did you learn from Will Muschamp during your time there at Florida? Yeah, I mean, um, you ask any any athlete that's you know in the NFL or you know playing pro sports, They've met a lot of people and a lot of people have helped them along the way. And, um, yeah, coach, coach Muschamp was one of those people who helped me kind of get to where I am. And, uh, you know, it always, it didn't work out like I would have, you know, envisioned it to work out, but it, it worked out like it was supposed to. And, uh, you know, I'm happy for every experience that I've had because it's kind of shaped me into, into who I am and the player that I am today. Now, despite not playing baseball since high school, Jeff, I saw that you were selected by the Boston Red Sox with the 863rd pick of the 2013 MLB draft. 
Now, you did sign a contract, but you've remained committed to football. So with that, I ask you, would you ever consider turning to baseball in the future, or has that avenue been closed for good? Well, I hope it's closed for good. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a football player, and whenever they drafted me, I told them that. Um, and they, they understood. They said that there's 40 rounds. you got to pick somebody. So I guess I was, I was somebody that, that fell into their lap there. And, you know, they just said might as well take somebody late in the draft. Um, if he decides to play baseball, then uh, we'll give him a chance. But, uh, yeah, it was a cool deal. Really cool to be, you know, picked by an organization like that. But, yeah, I don't have any intention of, intentions of, uh, of playing at this time for sure. So you transferred to Louisiana Tech for the 2015 season and passed for over 4,000 yards and 27 touchdowns. So how did you use that year to establish yourself as an NFL caliber quarterback? Yeah, I mean, going to Louisiana Tech, uh, what definitely was not an easy decision to leave Florida. Um, not an easy decision to pick Louisiana Tech. Um but I'm happy that I did. Yeah, I mean, I think I just proved that, you know, I don't, I don't just have the the physical traits, um, and and that kind of stuff. But also, I can uh, be productive, and I just showed that, um, you know, through my through my numbers that season, that, uh, like I said, I can be productive and not just not just look the part. What was it like playing for Skip Holtz, and how did he help elevate your level of play? Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, Coach Coach Holtz was one of the one of the main reasons why I went to Louisiana Tech. Um, you know, he's he's shown throughout his career that uh, they run an offense that's quarterback friendly. You know, where where the quarterback and the offense as a whole is going to put up big numbers, and um, so that was really what attracted me to to Louisiana Tech in the first place. And um, like I like I mentioned earlier, I wasn't at Louisiana Tech long, but. Uh, I really enjoyed it, and I enjoyed being around him, his positivity, and uh, you know, and just the program in general. As previously mentioned, you were a six-round pick in the 2016 draft. Can you share what your draft day experience was like and how you handled the stress of it all? Yeah, it was unfortunately it was a long couple days. Um, I think everybody. Everybody out there who wasn't picked number one overall thinks they should have gotten drafted higher than they did. Um, but, you know, it was just one of those deals where you get a call and you think, man, this is it. I'm getting drafted. Then, you know, it's a coach saying, hey, stay with me. You know, I'm trying to get you. And then your name doesn't get called for a couple more rounds. So it's, it's definitely a stressful time. Um, but at the same time, it, it was a really awesome experience. It was with my friends and family. And, uh, you know, we made the most out of it for sure. And we enjoyed it. Being drafted into the NFL was, uh, you know, a once-in-a-lifetime deal, obviously. Chip Kelly was the 49ers head coach entering the 2016 NFL season. So what was it like being a part of that unique up-tempo offense during training camp in the preseason? Yeah, I wasn't. I definitely wasn't part of it long. Uh, my my stay there, as you mentioned, was was very brief. Um, but yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Like I mentioned earlier, um, you know, every experience you you get, you you take it and you learn from it. And uh, I think there's things that I learned, you know, in my couple months that I was in San Francisco that you know I still use to this day um, in my football career. Um, but yeah, I was really young at the time. Was kind of was kind of spinning a little bit. And, uh, you know, it just didn't work out for me there. But, um, you know, I'm happy I landed in Cincinnati because, you know, I love the people there. I love the guys I'm around. So uh, it definitely worked out for the best.
And that's a perfect segue because my next question is, what have you learned from Andy Dalton over the last couple of seasons? And what are some ways that he's been able to really help you develop into a potential starting quarterback one day in this league? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely been so many things that I've learned from Andy, you know, whether it's me asking him questions or just watching how he carries himself, um, you know, his weekly schedule, what he does in the offseason. There, there's just so many things um, that, that he does, not just to help me out, but um, to really help the entire the entire team. Um, he's, he's an awesome guy to work with. Um, I'm Andy's biggest fan. And, um, you know, I think that I think that we work really well together. Jeff, you started five games last season after Dalton was placed on injured reserve with that thumb injury. And in nine total game appearances, you ended up throwing for 1,003 yards, six touchdowns, and two interceptions. So what was the biggest takeaway from your performance last year? And how do you plan to improve upon those numbers moving forward? Yeah, I mean, I think that getting, getting game experience, especially experience to that extent, um, is huge. It's hard to, you know, getting in the NFL game um, is hard enough, but, you know, starting that many five games is, um, you know, something that not many people can say they did. And um, it's just going to help me, um, you know, down the road next time. It's my time to play it. You know, I'm not going to say that's the first time I've been there. Um, there's definitely things that I would take from you know, from each game after going back and watching the tape where I'll learn from that and won't make that mistake again. But, um, yeah, it was, it was just awesome to get that experience. And, uh, you know, I think that experience will lead to, um, you know, winning more football games next time around. Now, an underrated aspect of your game, Dref, is, is that you're also very mobile as you rush for 130 yards with a 5.2 yards per carry average, two touchdowns when you saw the field last year. So how do you feel like your athleticism, your mobility helps you as an NFL quarterback? Yeah, I mean, that's something that I've always had uh, in my back pocket, you know, ever since I started playing the game is the ability to run around, make plays, um, escape pressure and things like that. And, um, you know, that's just one more aspect that that defenses have to um, be ready for. And, um, you know, it's not always designed. Plays aren't always designed for quarterbacks to scramble and things like that. But if you ask defensive players, it really frustrate, fr frustrates them and it's hard for them to defend. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a huge tool for me. And I'm going to, you know, keep using it uh, while at the same time, um, you know, try to play within whatever system I'm in. Now, I know this is a very broad question, but what would you say some of the most challenging parts of playing quarterback in the NFL are. Yeah, that is super broad. Uh, there's so there's it's a hard it's a really hard job. Um, you know, first and foremost, you're the leader of of a team. Uh, you know, there's 53 other other guys that are looking at you every day, and you're expected to you know bring the energy, know where you're supposed to be, know what you're supposed to be doing. Um, you know, helping guys out while at the same time performing on the field. Um, and I, I learned whenever I was starting games that, um, you know, your, your responsibility goes much farther than just when you're in the building, you know, you have to do, do interviews, you have to do all these different types of things, all these things that you have to get done. So it's, 
there's a lot on your plate. It's very rewarding, but at the same time, uh, there's definitely a lot that comes with it. Now, out of curiosity, how much time do you spend watching film each week? Yeah, it's, I don't even know. I mean, we're in the building, we're in the building all day long. Um, you know, somebody who doesn't know much about football would say, how was practice today? Um, and you would say it was good. The meetings were good. You know, we, we lifted, we watched some more film. And they're like, well, how long were you in the building? Well, I was there for 10, 12 hours. Well, how long was practice? Well, practice was only two hours. Well, what were you doing all the, the other time? Uh, you know what I mean? So there's there's a lot that goes into it. That's a big part of professional football is, um, you know, watching tape, knowing what, you know, what you're doing, uh, what the game plan is for that week and being able to apply it on the field. So, um, yeah, there's definitely a lot to it. Um, but that's that's the grind of pro football and you have to you have to love it at that level, which I do. Take me into the mind of an NFL quarterback. So when you're in there, Jeff, and you hear the play call from the speaker in your helmet, do you have an idea pre-snap of who you're gonna throw to or just walk me through a, a typical play as an NFL quarterback? Yeah, so you based on situation down and distance. Uh, where you are in the field, you kind of have a good idea of what play is going to be called based off your game plan for that week. Um, quarterbacks should have that down pretty good because some of those play calls get wordy. And if you don't remember them and be able to repeat them, you're going to be lost out there. So, you know, first you got to be able to know what the play is and tell everybody else what it is. And then from there, um, you got to, yeah, you got to know where to distrib distribute the ball based off coverage. You know, you have, a certain coverage that a play might be designed for, but if you get, you know, a different coverage than you might've been expecting and the ball has to go somewhere else. So there's a lot that goes into it and you got to make those decisions very quickly. Um, but that just goes back to your preparation during the week. Um, all the films, all the film study and all the, you know, all the time that we're spending in the building uh, really helps out with that. The Bengals, they hired Zach Taylor as their next head coach earlier this offseason, and he's an offensive-minded coach coming from Sean McVay's coaching tree there in Los Angeles. So have you gotten a chance to speak with him yet? No, not yet. Uh, we're, st we're still in the offseason. Uh, we'll be back in Cincinnati here in a couple weeks and get rolling. And, uh, yeah, just looking forward to getting back with the guys, uh, learning a new system. And, uh, you know, hitting the ground rolling and uh, learning this thing together and get on the same page. Now, Jeff, you are entering the final year of your current contract and are slated to hit the open market next year. So does the opportunity to compete for a starting job elsewhere run through your mind at all? Um, you know, I don't think so. I mean, you obviously you see guys who are getting signed different places and you kind of know where other guys are and what their contracts look like. But, um, yeah, we have a job to do. I have a contractual obligation. Um, and I'm going to give everything I can to the Cincinnati Bengals and, uh, do what I can to, you know, not just improve myself, but improve the team as well. So I think the contract stuff plays itself out and, uh, you just got to go play well and, and that stuff will take care of itself. Can you talk a little bit about A.J. Green and the type of wide receiver he is and what it's like being able to throw at him in practice and during the time you've been able to get in in regular season games? 
Yeah, I mean, first of all, I think AJ is an awesome person. He's a, uh, you know, first-class guy and uh, great for a great teammate, great for the receiver room. So, I mean, I think that's, you know, first and foremost who he is kind of helps him on the field. But, I mean, he's also a, a freak athlete. He's, you know, six foot four, six foot five. He's the fastest guy on the field, the best hands. Um, he, under, he understands what we're trying to get done on offense. Um, so, I mean, he's definitely the total package at receiver. Now, Jeff, who are you training with this offseason? I know you're going to get the offseason program up and running in mid to late April there with Zach Taylor. But from the, the moment the 2018 season ended till now, who have you been working with? What does your schedule look like and all that good stuff? Yeah. Um, so after the season, you definitely want to, you know, take a few weeks, a month or so and, you know, let your body rest, let your mind rest. Um, cause it's definitely a long season and it wears on you. Um, but after you do that, yeah, it's, it's up to you to, you know, keep your body in shape. In my case, keep your arm in shape. Um, which your first year, your first year out of college, you don't realize how hard it is to, to do it on your own because in college you were always with the team the whole year. So you realize that, you know, somebody's not going to be making you show up to workouts or, uh, you know, making sure you're staying on a program. So I, I found a gym here and um, I live in Orlando. So here in, here in town that, that I trust with, with people that um, I know are, are looking out for my best interest. And, you know, I've just been training there for the last few years in the off season. Well, that's great to hear. Well, again, Jeff, I appreciate you taking the time to join me for an interview today. I wish you the best of luck as you prepare for the upcoming season. So enjoy the rest of the afternoon, and God bless. Isaac, thanks for having me, man. Enjoyed it. All right. Take care. Yep. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.